0: Today on Com Talk, we're talking about family-friendly comic books, and what exactly does the term "family-friendly" mean? Okay, what is happening here?
1: Where are we?
0: Glix, give us a situation report.
2: Currently, we are on the planet Geekery. Be warned, our impossibility drive may cause distortions okay. as we traverse this land. Impending impossibility, engaging in three, oh gosh. two, oh dear. one. <laughs>
0: Hello, Devoted Geeks. Welcome to uh, Com Talk, the podcast extension of Geek Devotions, a show from Devoted Geeks who are devoted to letting you know that you are loved. I'm Dallas, and with me is. Branson. And uh, Branson, thank you for joining us for episode 78 wow. of Calm Talk. Which That's those, crazy. If you're watching this right now on YouTube, because we do have this on YouTube, it's gonna look a little different. Uh, we have a backdrop. You guys are gonna see us. It's not just gonna be the sound wave. Some of our podcasts are still gonna be just the sound wave, just warned you guys. Yeah. But these are a special series that we're doing. We're starting this is episode zero of something very special. I'm excited about Branson. What are we calling this segment? Bees, views, and reviews. Bees, views, and reviews. <laughs> and we're gonna be talking about family. Friendly comic books. Our friend Bryson here has joined the the Geek Devotions family, and uh, he's kind of a uh, he's taken on this task of of introducing family friendly comic books for you guys. So we get we get messages from people, Austin Bryson, people going, "Hey, um, what's good for my kid to listen to? Mm-hmm. Like, what what's good? What's not good? Yeah, what should they listen to? <laughs> you know, <laughs> right? Stuff like that. And it's yeah. hard. It's mm-hmm. and it seems like it's getting harder. <laughs> it is. Like comics have always been kind of on the edge mm-hmm. on some of the stuff, but as of late, it seems like it's getting harder for me to go. Yeah. check out this book right right so Mm. we're going to talk about um the series that we're going to do today and then next week guys next sunday there's gonna be another podcast the first official episode of bees views and reviews but before we get into that i want to introduce branson to you guys some of you guys might remember from um our previous episodes of geek devotions that you've done uh Mm. lady hawk was the episode you did for us favorite movie your favorite movie ever yes (laughs) (laughs) and um so when people get a feel for who you are, okay. the, the voice of Branson Boykin. <laughs> so Branson, if you do us a favor, yeah. uh, just introduce yourself to people. What exactly um, do who like what makes you an expert? Like who is who is
2: Branson?
1: <laughs> I don't know if expert would be the way to describe myself. Um, I've been a fan of of comics, superhero comics specifically mm-hmm. uh, ever since I was a kid. Um, I remember that the first comic book that I got, on a regular basis was amazing Spider-Man. Oh yeah. Uh, I got the little action figure and on the back of the package, it had a card where you could send in to get six months of any Marvel title you wanted. Mm-hmm. Well, it was a Spider-Man figure. So of course I got amazing Spider-Man. Of course. And, uh, it was a, it was in the middle of a spider slayer story. Right. Uh, drawn by Mark Bagley. Oh. And for whatever reason, it just latched on to me. It was like, Whoa, it's, it, it's like a Saturday morning cartoon, but It's a book. And and ever since then, I've been a huge fan right. of of Spider Man specifically, sure, but just superhero comics in general. Right. And uh, so, of course, obviously, I was very excited when I became a father. Yeah. And I thought, finally, I've got someone that I can share my passion with, <laughs> and you know.
0: Um, and you have done well. <laughs> oh, thank you, thank you. <laughs> but.
1: Uh, you know, being a dad, you, you look at things differently right? than when it's just you. Mm-hmm. You know, when I'm looking at it, I mean, there, there's stuff that, you know, the content's like, oh, I'm not a fan of that. But the story's still good, so I'll still read it. Right. But then I start thinking about, well, I want to share this passion I have with my children. And I don't know if you know this or not, but there's some stuff out there that just shouldn't be shared with children. <laughs> True Especially story. Especially because both of my boys... You know, I, I'm a Marvel fan. being right. a Spider-Man fan and all. Both my boys were born DC fans. Oh. They're both Batman fans.
0: I, I'm okay with this. <laughs>
1: yeah. And uh, obviously, Batman is the Dark Knight. Right. So there's a lot of Batman out there that is cool, not something I want to put in front of my kid. Right. You know, I tried to show him like Batman, Raven the Bold and, and mm-hmm. the the animated series that we watched when we were kids, yeah, you yeah. know, that kind of stuff. But there's a lot of Batman out there that I just, you know, I, I was almost embarrassed. I was like, I know that's Batman son, but we can't watch that movie or I know it's Batman, but we can't read that comic book. Right. And, uh, so that just started me on this journey of, of, you know, why, why is it that, that there's the comics either have to be this kitty, you know, goofy type thing, mm. or they're the dark, you know, serious. And we're going to have people, you
0: know, decapitated,
1: <laughs> you know, things like this.
0: You're right. There's like no middle ground, it seems like. Exactly.
1: And, and I think that's a shame because, like, take, for example, Batman, the animated series. Mm-hmm. That show dealt with some pretty major themes like loss and and mental health and, and, and things like that. But at the same time, it was a kid's show. Right. I mean, it had Batman. So, but I can go back and watch those episodes and think, wow, that really has some, some deep stuff there. And, and, and I wish we had more of that. And, uh, I, I, I found that as I've, I've looked, there actually are people out there that make stuff that as far as the content is something that I could let my sons read, mm-hmm. but it's entertaining enough that I don't feel like I'm, I'm reading a, a Saturday morning PSA about how you should be nice to each other. Right. You know, it's, it's entertaining. It's engaging. Like, wow, this is some serious stuff here, but at the same time, you know, if my son wanted to come up and sit in my lap and say, "Hey, Dad, can I read your comic with you?" I'm like, "Yeah, sure." Right. And and but I had to dig hard to to find that. Mm. And so my idea and what I came to you with was just this idea of, you know, what if we can make a place a show that promotes these kinds of things? Right. So that parents who have kids who are interested in comics and stuff, but you're trying to avert their eyes when you walk through the comic book store, right? You know, where can they go to get this kind of stuff? Right. And uh, and that's kind of what what this. This podcast is is that this brainchild is trying to help parents find that kind of stuff so that you know th- that they can push put stuff in front of their kids that they don't have to worry about oh what's in here right but at the same time it's entertaining you know right it, it's it, my goal is I want to create that moment where I'm sitting on the couch reading the comic mm-hmm. and either one of my sons comes up and says Dad can I read the comic with you and I say sure and he sits in my lap and we're turning the page and reading. And at no point do I have to say, we're not going to read that word (laughs) or we're not going to look at that page. We're going to skip that part of
0: the story. I want us
1: to be able to enjoy it together, right? but truly enjoy it. You know, not to where, okay, I've written this for my kid, but
0: you know. Now for context, how old are we talking about? For your sons, how old are they? My oldest is eight. Mm -hmm. My youngest is three and a half. Right. Yeah. So this is the age group that you're dealing with now. Uh, some people, and we're going to get into this a little bit later um, on the back end of our of our commercial break we're going to do here in a little bit. Uh, we're going to talk about what family friendly is because family friendly has, it's a diverse, of, uh, divisive word sometimes. right? Because everyone has their own standards of what family friendly looks like and right. sounds like. So we're going to talk about that on the back side of our break. But I want to encourage you guys as you're watching this or as you're listening to this. Hey, if you're, if you're watching this on YouTube, leave comments down below, let us know your thoughts. You know, maybe, maybe you've had a similar experience where maybe it was a, uh, you found a book and you're like, oh, I better not let my kids listen to the one, you know? Right. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and uh, I know this is a, an evaluation a lot of people have to go through mm-hmm. as they become parents and as they grow but uh let's hear your stories guys leave comments down below let us know uh your thoughts on it if you're listening to this on uh podbean which is our our host for our podcast there's a comment section there for you guys to to leave comments there also uh but that being said we're gonna get to a commercial break and then we'll come back like i said brian's gonna have a conversation about what exactly is family
2: friendly All right, so what we like to do here on the Retro Rewind Podcast is at the end of our like section, we do our classic makers. The things that we loved most about the movies we cover, I'll start us off, then we'll go to Paul. The thing I loved most about The Princess Bride was probably the the dueling sword scene between Inigo and... Uh, and and uh, Dread Prior Roberts, Wesley. That's just oh. such a great sword fight scene. I love that they use the actual fencing like terminology and techniques, and yes. the the only little quibble I have is when Wesley oh, does his perfect. spinning We're talking about his, the
0: best sword fight scene ever. Yes,
2: but when Wesley does his gymnastics high bar routine and lands, you can see the 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 pillow bag or the the mat puff up with the dust. You see the outline of it. So it's not perfect. Oh. But that is that is my favorite part about Princess Bride. How about you, Paul? I my favorite thing about The Princess Bride is the movie (laughs) The Princess Bride. I just love that it exists. I love the story. I love the characters. I love the cast. I I love the interaction.
0: It's it's just a great, it's one of my top favorite films of all time. So I like
2: the whole movie. Paul, how can that be your top movie? when as good as that sword fight is between Wesley and, uh, and Inigo, I feel like the one between Inigo and the Six-Finger Man should be even more epic and sort of like isn't, isn't no, no. as good. He's not better. No, that it, it will be less because Wesley's better, so therefore that fight would be better. All right, fine. You know what? All right, well, I guess, but now we do have to talk about, oh, darn it, I always do this. How come I cannot remember one more thing I liked? Com talk by Geek Devotions. You're listening to it right now. All right, and we're back from our
0: commercial break, and uh, joined here again with Branson Boykin, who is uh, taking on a new adventure for us here at Geek Devotions. He's going to be leading a uh, a segment for us every month called Bees, Views and Reviews where well, we're going to be talking about family-friendly comic books. And uh, last segment, we, uh, we kind of got to know who you are and your journey and of trying to find comic books that were appropriate for your guys, mm-hmm. your little dudes. Now, they're, they're three, they're eight, so it's a pretty vast range. And I mentioned that um, on this half of the segment, we're going to be talking about what exactly is family-friendly because that's subjective for some people. Yes. So, Branson, what does family-friendly mean to Branson?
1: Uh, well... <laughs> The, 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 the thing about family friendly is sometimes it becomes synonymous with kitty. Mm-hmm. You know, we think, okay, it's family friendly. That means it has to be okay for the youngest in the family. That means that it has to be care bears and cousins or something like that. You mm-hmm. know, just something real easy. Uh, but I don't think that's what family friendly should mean. I think family friendly should means it's entertaining for everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's okay for the little kid to watch, mm-hmm. but it's something that's engaging enough that older brother, older sister, uh, mom and Dad, everybody mm. can, can watch and actually get
0: into. So we're not talking tele, but, Teletubbies. No, we're not talking Teletubbies. Okay, good, because those are evil. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, Tiki Wiki. Uh, but
1: uh, I guess the best way to 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 kind of illustrate what I think when I think family friendly. Do you remember the uh, the the fan made Power Ranger film that was real popular a few years ago? Yeah. Uh, in that uh, in that movie, it was really well done. I mean, the, the graphics were cool. Gave it a real updated feel. Right. Uh, I mean, it updated the story. It, it delved into some psychological issues, like what happens when you weaponize teenagers to fight a war that right. can really mess with their heads. Absolutely, and it, and it dove into that, which I think was cool. And it, mm-hmm. it, it aged the the franchise a little bit to make it more entertaining for adults. Right, which I thought was cool. Right. The problem is the way that they did that was they introduced a lot of stuff like drug usage and inappropriate relationships and just, just stuff that it had
0: flat nudity in it.
1: I don't remember that part.
0: There was a, there was a cut scene that uh, if you go to another, another page off of uh, YouTube, there was actually a, a nude scene in it. Oh, wow. I didn't see that version. Yeah, if, but, if I remember correctly, it had that.
1: Yeah. Well, well, there you go though. I mean, it had that stuff. And uh, I remember e- even not knowing that that was there. I remember watching it and they this it is power Rangers, but it's not, it's right. just, it's missing something. And I was watching a reaction. That uh, Jason David Freak had mm-hmm. the original Green Ranger, and, and, which, by the way, he's going to be here in Shreveport. I'm so excited. About I, am that. Too. I am too. Uh, but uh, I was watching his reaction and I saw him kind of wrestle with he's like, look, guys, I know y'all want a darker, grittier Power Rangers. I want that, too. But I I don't think this is the way to go. I mean, it's still a kid's show. Right. There's a brand that, it, that you have to recognize. And I remember seeing him wrestle with that and thinking, you know, he's kind of right. Yeah. You know, I, I do want some of the, the heroes of my youth, I want them updated a little bit so I can enjoy them now as a, as an adult. Right. But for some of those guys to do that, you kind of take them away from what made them who they were. Exactly. And and, and so my, my, my struggle, my my journey, if you will, is, is to try and find the stuff that, that does both. That mm-hmm. you know, it's engaging and, and in depth enough that mom and dad are like, wow, this is deep stuff. But it's also entertaining and, and tame enough that If the little boy or the little girl wants to come in and watch, they can. And mom and dad aren't going, don't look at this part. Exactly. (laughs) You know, and and so for me, that's what family friendly means is literally everyone in the family Mm -hmm. can sit down and enjoy it. Whether it's a movie, a TV show, a comic book, whatever,
0: everyone can enjoy it. Right. Which is honestly something hard to do. Uh, I think that we have a, a mindset here, at least in America, where if it's not this or that, then it's not worth watching. Right and um you and i grew up in a time frame where we were starting to push the boundaries Mm -hmm. um uh simpsons when it first came out 30 years ago 30 straight years of simpsons (laughs) the fact they had consecutive 30 seasons in a row is amazing Mm -hmm. but i remember when it first came out um as uh, now i'm 36 now Mm -hmm. and you're 30 you're 36 too yes right um I remember my mom going, we're not going to watch that show. Right. You know, yeah, that's my parents were the same way. <laughs> it's, it's inappropriate. And those first episodes, like, um, I, we ended up watching it. I mean, just what happened. Uh. But I remember, uh, several months ago, Celeste and I were, we're chilling and we have Disney plus. And so we're like, and we're going through, I was like, Hey, check this out. I want to show you. And what well, my purpose was to show Celeste kind of the evolution of the art style that took place. Mm-hmm. Cause it's actually quite interesting how it's mm-hmm. evolved over the years. Showed her the very first pilot episode, yeah. where you meet uh, Santa's little helper, the dog. <laughs> they have. It is a terribly drawn show. It mm-hmm. is I'm not sure how it made past the pilot, but like we watched a little bit of that. We watched some of the, the final stuff, and I'm like, the evolution of how far they pushed things mm-hmm. was interesting. And I think that's part of the problem is we as a society we like to continually push the boundaries right. of things, and some of the the things that we grew up, the franchises. They pushed it too far, right? They were purposely trying to get to the point where, like, well, because we everyone wants that, like, we're all like, oh, how far will they go, right? You know, and you can go too far Mm -hmm. with that. And so, um, we have a variety of books we're going to be reviewing Mm -hmm. over the next several months. Mm -hmm. Um, We even got a we got a book in this weekend for you to to review, and. Kind of our general goal, guys, is uh, they're going to be on our website for you to read the reviews. As these podcasts come out, they're also going to be available for you to listen to or watch. Um, And we're going to have links for you for you guys to be able to buy these things. Now, I want to make sure this is very clear and understated. Uh, Unless we say otherwise, we're not being paid. Nobody right. has, has said, Hey, I'll pay you to do a review. Um, now if you want to piss, we uh, <laughs> <laughs> won't say no, <laughs> but we're not being paid for reviews. Um, uh, these are are different effects. Some of these books you bought yourself, right? Uh, you just, you saw them and you mm-hmm. bought them. Uh, we have some people who reach out to us. Hey, we do a review on a book. And, um, we let you guys know, um, and Branson knows this, they're going to be honest reviews. Mm-hmm. They're going to be very open and honest. Um, uh, there are gonna be some books that are they that they're marketed as being family friendly, and there may be stuff in there that maybe Branson or myself don't really think is family friendly, mm-hmm. and we're not afraid to say that. We're not right. afraid to go, hey, you know, this is you know this. But again, reminder, everyone has their own standard of what right. family friendly mm-hmm. is. I'm sure you and I can go through, going, I watch this, I watch that. Right. Even within our own circles, I remember, right. I had uh, I had friends who weren't allowed to watch Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Now I loved Pokemon. I grew up yeah. with Pokemon. Dude, that first gen, I can name all 151 of the original Pokemon. 151. <laughs> wow. Not 150, 151. Uh-huh. So you actually did catch them all. Uh, I could not ca- Well, I almost did, actually. Oh, okay. I had red and blue. Oh, okay. the, I had red and blue, the game. Mm. And... um. I would play one Game Boy and then I'd play another one and i have data cable because I had no friends. <laughs> <laughs> I would transfer back and forth because there's some Pokemon you can only get by doing that. Oh, okay. And so uh, I had almost all 150. Wow. Uh, but I, the one I could never get mm-hmm. was Mew. Mew? Mew. The the cat-like one? Yeah, the little... Sorry, I'm not, not familiar that's, with... You're thinking Meowth. Oh, okay. Mew was the legendary 150 Pokemon. that was a psychic type that mm-hmm. nobody could actually get unless they went to... Um, if I remember the stories correctly, mm-hmm. a Nintendo event oh. and you'd plug in and you would get mew. For your, oh, okay. There was a, there was a cheat, a hack to get mew. And it was like a scrambled looking like it was, it was got rigged. Like you could tell yeah. it was a cheat code. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody game sharked it. It was bad. Right. So uh, <laughs> not promoting that, but <laughs> that's what happened. Right. So, but we had friends that, you know, because of the standards of their household, their mm-hmm. family, uh, they weren't allowed to watch Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Um, because some people put up ter- terrible information, flat out lies about the show, <laughs> but yeah. but that's the thing. Everyone yeah. has their own thing. So for you guys, it may be that Branson reviews something, and goes, "Hey, this is family friendly and this is great." And for you, it may not be okay. Mm-hmm. We want you to understand that everyone has their own convictions. Right. Everyone has their own mindsets about what is good and what is not good, right. and um, we respect that. And we're mm-hmm. asking you guys to respect our our what we feel like is family friendly for right. us too. We're a we're, we're, full out disclaimer. Not everything we say will mm. be family friendly for some people. Right. And that's okay. Yeah.
1: My, my, my main thing is I just want the parents to be aware so that they can make informed decisions. Right. You know, I I long since stopped trusting the rating system of, of the movies they have out there. Sure. Just, you know, stuff they think is, oh, this is PG-13. I'm like, I wouldn't let my 19 year old watch that. Yeah. and some stuff they rate R, I'm like, really? I, I you know, <laughs> I really think that's all right. Right. <laughs> you know, so. Uh, I'm going to try to be very, very clear about why I think it is or isn't family friendly and mm-hmm. what the content is so that ultimately the parents can make their own decisions. Right. Because uh, the last thing I want to do is just for a kid to run up and say, well, Branson says it's okay. Why won't you let me watch it? So <laughs> hear that. Okay. I am behind the parents 100%, uh, you know, being my one myself. Right. You know, but I just want it to be able to be a, an informed decision so right. that you know what's out there. And I also want to call attention to some stuff that I think is really positive that just isn't getting a lot of attention because it's not part of the big companies. You know right. it's not Marvel or DC or yeah. Image. You know, there's a lot of really talented creators out there that do really good stuff. Right. And I just want a chance to point to him and say, hey, look at this guy. Yeah. You know
0: and that's something we want to make sure we tell you guys is we're not going to be reviewing just like the big three Marvel, right. DC, and I say the big three. I guess Image is almost uh, Yeah I don't know. I don't know anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so but um you have some independent comics. Yes. And uh, like the one that's was uh, sent to us today or this week uh, for you to review, mm-hmm. it's from an independent person. Yeah, and um, and we welcome that. We yes. welcome independent artists to come in and send us your stuff and let's review it and look at it. Mm-hmm. Um, you've done reviews of different stuff in the past for us. Yeah, um, different comic books mm-hmm. over the years. Uh, you did a um, you did a manga for mm-hmm. us a while back. You did one. It's actually done by a guy here from Shreveport. Yeah. It's about Streetport. Uh-huh. It wasn't necessarily family-friendly. It's right, more of no. the teenage stuff. Right, yeah. But um, that's what we're, we're going to be honest with you guys. So right. All right, Brent. anything else you want to add to the conversation about what people have to look forward to? Uh, Just I just
1: that I'm really excited to be able to do this, really excited to, to call attention to what I think is some great artwork mm-hmm. and uh, great comics, and I look forward to this this new journey we're doing.
0: Awesome. Is there any way that people can connect with you personally? To, if they go, like, hey, I got a book I want you to review.
1: Uh, you can email me. That's going to be at branson.boykin at gmail.com. Uh, just shoot me an email and uh, I'll, I'll look at it.
0: Awesome. We're going to have links in the description down below of the podcast for you guys to be able to, to do that. And also want to encourage you guys to check out our stuff, geekdevotions.com, where you can find his reviews, devotionals, all kinds of things on our website. Don't forget to check out our YouTube channel, uh, youtube.com forward slash geekdevotions. And also check out all of our social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Just look for Geek Devotions. And finally, I want to encourage you guys. Don't forget to um, uh, subscribe to this podcast. If you're new to our podcast, you're just you stumbled upon us by accident. Feel free to to subscribe, and also on Apple Podcasts, leave a review. It helps people to find this kind of content. Uh, if you believe in this content, if you think this is a good content for other people to interact with, please leave a review so people can can find it and engage with it. Uh, all that being said, remember, stay devoted. Go ahead and say peace and love for me. Peace and love. Deuces.